With Hashem's assistance, we are learning Gittin Daf Samaches, page 68. We're going to begin about eight lines in. Kikanofik. We're in the middle of this story with Rav Sheshes. Rav Sheshes was blind. And the servants of the Rish Galusa, so they were harassing him. So now, Kikanofik, Karule Beira. When he was about to leave, so they dug some kind of pit. Vishadule Tsifta Ilaven. They placed a mat on top of it, so he wouldn't be able to realize he was blind, obviously, and he wasn't going to be able to realize that there was a hole there. So they said to him, why don't you come and why don't you rest over here? And on the way to where he was supposed to rest, so they had dug this pit. So Rav Chizda saw what was going on, he was at a distance, and he made a sound of warning to Rav Sheshis, Omar Subsequently, Rav Sheshis said to a child, Tell me what verse you learned today. So he said to him, The verse says in Second Samuel chapter 2, it says, uh, Lean to your right or to your left. So he understood from there that he should not be going straight. Amar so he says to his shamish, to his servant, Rav Shesha says to his servant, My kachazi, he says, what do you see, Amar Leh? It's a piece of the shadia. I see some kind of mat that's on the floor. Amar Hadarmina. So Rav Shesha says, let's go around it. Labasa de Nafak, after he left, Amar Leh Rav Chizda, Rav Chizda, who had made the sound of warning from far away, said to him like this, Yodamar, how did you know that you should avoid that mat? Amar so... He said to him like this, First of all, it's because you made a warning sound for me. And second of all, because this child told me this verse that has to do with uh, turning to your left or to your right, meaning not going straight. And all that added to the fact that the servants of the Rish Galusa are not such good people and they want to do something bad to me, I was able to determine that I should not walk over that area. Now, the Gemara continues. Asisi li sharim visharis. The verse says, the Pazak says, Shlomo Melech, King Solomon was speaking and he says, I made for myself male singers and female singers. Actually, we're going to translate this to mean some kind of instruments that were played by men or women. Vitanugais bine adam and enjoyments of people. Shida vishidais. We're going to see what all these things are. Sharim visharis, elumine zemer. These are referring to types of musical instruments that were played by men and women. The enjoyments of people. These are cold baths and hot baths. What does it mean, Shida and Shidos? So here they translated it in Babylonia. This is referring to a shade, which is a demon, a male demon and a female demon. But Marava Amri in Ertisral they say, This is actually referring to a, a wagon of a woman. Rabbi Yechanan said that there were 300 different types of shadim. In this place called Shichin, that's where they had these 300 types of demons. I don't really understand exactly what this demon is. We said previously that the translation of this verse from Ecclesiastes is referring to this male and female demon. What did he need this male and female demon for? As the verse says, And the house, when it was being built, this is referring to the temple, the Besamikdash, Evan Shlema, it was with complete stones, Masa Nivne, Vegaimer, etc. So it was built with these stones, and they were not uh, struck in any way with any kind of sword. 
or iron implement. So how were they able to do that? How were they able to shape the rocks? So they had to bring this special worm called the Shamir. So we said to them, said to the rabbis, what should I do? There's a special worm which when it breaks through a rock, let's say, or any kind of thing. So it breaks through it without causing any kind of loss of the actual thing. And Moshe Rabbeinu, he used it for the the rocks on the ephod, on the breastplate of the Kohen Gadol. And because he had to use it in order that it shouldn't be missing anything, because the, the verse says it had to be complete. So when he wrote the names of the Shvatim, of the tribes on it, so he used this special worm, that when it would bear a hole in it, it would just crack it, it wouldn't actually make, it wouldn't take anything out of the stone. They said to, so he said to them, how do I find it? They said, bring a male and a female demon, and catch them together. And it could be that they'll know. And they'll reveal to you exactly how you can get it, where it is. So, and the reason that he was allowed to force these demons to do his will was because since it was for building the base of Midas, it was for a positive purpose, therefore he had the right to do that. He captured this male and female demon together. And they said, we don't know. Maybe Ashmada, the king of the demons, knows. So he said to them, King Solomon, Shlomo said to them, where is he? So they said to him, he's on a certain mountain. So he, what Ashmedai would do is he would, he had some kind of pit that he had dug. Umal it was filled with water. Machasya bitinra, and it was covered with a big stone. Chasmi bekushpanke, and what Ashmedai would do is he would have some kind of seal that he would place over the area where the stone was connected to the ground, I guess, and he would be able to tell if someone had opened it. Every day he would go up to the heavens. Vegomer mesifta derakia. And he would go learn in the yeshiva, in the school, in the heavens. V'nachis la'ar, you come down to the earth. V'gamar mesitu da'ara, you come learn in the yeshiva on the earth. V'asi sa'ar the gushpanke. Then we would come back to where his pit was with the, with the water in it. He would check out his seal. V'galilei, then he would open it up v'shasi, and he would drink from it. V'chasilei, and he would cover it up v'chasimlei, and again he would seal it again. V'azil, and he would go. So now, shadre libinayo ben Yehoyada, so King Shlomo, Shalom HaMelech sent Ben Yehu Ben Yehoyada, who was the chief of his army, and so King Solomon gave him a chain that had on it the name of Hashem, the name of God, and a ring that had upon it a name of Hashem. Both of these things were to protect himself against Ashmedah, against the king of the demons. And strips of wool, viziki de chamra, and barrels or bottles of wine. Azal karabeira. So now, what did Benayahu do? He went and he dug some kind of pit mitatoi, which which was below the first pit of Ashmadai. So basically, you had an incline. It was like the bottom of a mountain or something, and you had below. He built a pit and he dug a veshafinu lamaya besatminu. So what he did was he he made a hole between the two pits. So first you had this pit of Ashmedai. Then you had another a new pit that was dug on a lower plain by Benan Yahu. He made a hole between the two pits and he allowed the water to go from Ashmedai's pit into the lower pit. And then he filled up the hole with these strips of wool. And then he went 
to a higher place above the original pit of Ashmedai, and he he dug out a new pit, and he poured into their wine, vitaminu, and he filled up the two pits that he had dug, such that they were no longer visible after the wine had already gone in to Ashmedai's pit. So what he was able to accomplish was he was able to bypass Ashmedai's seal, and it would still look like the Ashmedai that it was indeed sealed from beginning to end, and no one had touched it. Now, Salik, he went away, Yasebi Ilana. And Ben Eliyahu went and he sat inside of a tree that was nearby. Ki Asa, when Ashmedai came, Sayer the Gushpanka, so he saw that his seal was sealed. Galia, he opened it up, Ashkechechamra. So he found that instead of the usual thing which was there, which was water, so there was wine there. Omar, so he said to himself, and he assumed, Ashmedai assumed that it had gotten there miraculously because his seal hadn't been touched. So he said like this, Ksiv, it says in the verse, Leitz Hayayin Hoymeshechar. The fool from wine desires intoxication. Whoever's involved with it will not become wise. Lust and wine have the ability to take away a person's heart. So he said to himself, I'm not going to drink because it's not a good idea. It doesn't do good things to a person. So he got very thirsty and he couldn't hold himself back. So he ended up drinking. He got drunk and he fell asleep. Nachis. So then Ben Yahu, so he came down from the tree. Asa, he came. Shadabe Shushilta. So he put upon him this chain that Hashem's name on it, Stame, and he and he closed it around his neck. Ki itar. When Ashmedai woke up, have a Mifrazil. He was trying, he was struggling with it. He was trying to get out of it. Amar lay. So Ben Yahu turned to him and said, Shmada Marachalach, Shmada Marachalach. Look, the name of Hashem is upon you. The name of Hashem is upon you. So Ashmedai stopped struggling. Kinakit lay. As Binayo took him, took Ashmedai, because now he was captured, Va'asi, and he was coming, Matadikla, they got to a tree, Chafbe, so Ashmedai rubbed himself against the tree, Shadye, and he knocked down the tree. Matadikla, so they came to some kind of house, Shadye, he knocked down the house. Matagabekuva, they came to a small teepee, Tahi Armalta, which belonged to a widow. Nafka, she came out, and I guess she had seen what Ashmedai had done to the previous things that he encountered. We turn to Samachasama Bay 68b. She begged him, and so he listened and he bent over his body so as not to destroy her house. from him, Itvar Begarma. And as he did that, for some reason, one of his bones was broken. Omar, and he said that that's what the verse means, Veloshin Raka Tishbagarim, that a soft tongue, meaning someone who speaks nicely, has the ability to break a bone. So he broke this bone because he listened to this woman who spoke nicely to him. Chaza Samya, the Havakatoi Urcha. He saw a person who was blind, who was having trouble walking correctly on the path. Askil Urche, so Ashmedai helped him out. Chazaravya, the Havakatoi Urche. He saw a drunken man who was also having difficulty walking straight on the path. Aske. So Askil Urche, he straightened him up on the path. They saw a bride and a groom, people were rejoicing in front of them. Bacha. And Ashmedai started crying. Shamei Lahu Gavra, he heard someone, that he was saying to a shoe salesman, He said, Make me shoes that will last for seven years. Ashmedai laughed. He saw a certain man who was a magician, who was doing all kind of magic and perhaps some kind of psychic advice or something. He laughed. 
Kimat Lahasam, when they got to King Solomon's palace, So it took three days for Ashmedai to be allowed to enter in front of Shlomo. Yomakam, on the first day, Amar Lahu, he said to them, Why is the king not called for me? So they said to him that King Solomon, so he drank too much and he he couldn't call you in now. Shaka he took some kind of brick, and he placed it on another one. Asu, they came, they told Shlomo what had happened, and he responded and said to them, this is what he meant by placing that brick. If you want him to get better, if someone is drunk one day and you give him more to drink on the next day, he'll get better. The next day, so Ashmedai said to them, Why has the king not called me in? Amrulei anse mechla. He couldn't call you because he ate too much. He took one of the bricks from on top of the other one and he put it down on the floor. Asu They came back to Shlomo. They told him what had happened. So he responded and said, This is what he meant when he did that. That if a person eats too much and doesn't feel well, so what he should do is the next day he shouldn't eat so much. I mean, at the end of three days, so Ashmedai came in front of King Solomon. He took some kind of reed, and he cut it down to be four garmidi, four amas long. And he threw it in front of King Shlomo. He says to him, Let us evaluate this. When you, King Solomon, pass away, all you have in this world is the place where you're buried, the four amas, the four cubits that you're buried in. And now, what do you have? You've conquered the entire world. Every single king in the entire world is scared of you. And you weren't satisfied until you also uh, captured my, myself, said Ashmedai. So Shlomo responded and said like this, I don't want anything from you. I'm not doing it for myself. I want to build a temple. And I need this worm. And I don't know where it is. So Ashmedai said, I don't have it. It's given over to the prince of the sea, the Malach, the angel who's appointed over the sea. And the only one that the Sarai Shaliyam, that the angel of the sea gives it over to, is only the wild chicken who has sworn to him that he's not going to give it over to any person. And what does this wild chicken do with the worm? So he brings it to a mountain that doesn't have any kind of vegetation on it. He places it on the edge of the mountain. And then he's able to make a crack in the mountain with this worm. He brings seeds from trees. And he throws it inside of the crack. And it becomes a place of vegetation. And that's why... When we translate the word in the Torah for this wild chicken, it's translated as Nagar Tura, which means a mountain chicken, I think. But Kukina de Tarnagoilabra, they went to find a nest of one of these types of chickens, the Islay Bini, that it had chicks, the and they covered up the nest of Gisa Chiverti with clear glass. Ki asa boilamail. So when this chicken came back, it wanted to get in, Vlaimatsi, so it wasn't able to. So then the chicken went and brought this worm in order to be able to get through the glass. And placed it on top of it. So then the one who was appointed who was sent by Shlomo to capture this chicken. So he made a great noise. He quickly grabbed this worm. 
And then the bird went and strangled itself because of the swear that it had made. So Benayahu said to him, Why is it, said Benayahu to Ashmedai, why is it that when you saw that blind person was, you know, he was walking along the path and he was off the path, why did you fix him? Meaning, you are a shade, you're a demon, usually demons cause destruction like you were causing until that point. So he said, so they were announcing about him in the heavens that he was a righteous person. And whoever would help him out would merit to have eternal reward. So if that's the case, so why when you saw that drunken person that he was, he was off the path, why did you help him also? So he responded, Ashmedai said, They were pronouncing in heaven that this guy is a complete evil person. And whoever will do him a favor in this world, So this way will make, make it for him that he won't be able to have anything in the next world at all. So I took care of him. My time Why is it that when you saw that they were rejoicing in front of the bride and the groom that you were crying? responded and said, That man who just got married, he's going to die within thirty days. And this woman, so so she's going to not have any children from him. So she's going to have to wait in order to do Yibum for 13 years because that man, the, the groom, so he had a brother who was just born. And she's going to have to wait 13 years until he has the ability to do Yibum. My time akishmate lahu gavra. Why is it that when you heard that person saying the Amar leluhushpecha ali masan on the shevshnin that he said to the person who makes shoes, he said, "Make me a shoe that will last for seven years." Achichas, you laughed. Why did you do that? Amar le. So Ashmedai answered, "Hahu shivayemi lesle masan on the shevshnin boy. That man doesn't even have even have seven days to live. He needs a shoe for seven years. That's why I laughed." Why, when you saw that guy who was doing magic, why did you laugh? So Ashwanda said, I laughed because he was sitting right on top of a treasure from the king, meaning there was gold and silver that were inside of a chest underneath where he was sitting in the ground. And he should have used his magic to figure out what was underneath him. That's why I laughed. Now the Gemara continues. So Shlomo kept Ashmedai imprisoned by him for another seven years until the Beis Hamikdash was completed. One day, they were standing alone, meaning King Shlomo and Ashmedai. He said to him, The verse says, This praise of God, when it says, is referring to the angels. And when we're talking about the other praise, it's referring to the demons that Hashem made. So Shlomo said, Why are you greater than us? Why, do you, why are you a priest to God more than we are? So Ashmedai said, Take away, take off of this, this chain off of me, and give me your, your ring, and I'm going to show you, Reboisoi, how we're greater than you. Shakli Shushilti took off the chain, Mine, from him, and he gave him his ring. Bole. So Ashmedai went and he swallowed up Shlomo, King Shlomo. He stuck one of his hands, or one of his wings, into the heavens, and one of his wings onto the ground. And he spit Shlomo HaMelech out, and he flew 400 parsas. 
Allah Hishata Amar Shlomo. In regards to that moment, Shlomo HaMelech said, What advantage does a person have in all of his work that he does underneath the sun? This was my portion from all of my work. My vizeh, what is this referring to when he said this thing was my portion? What did he have left when he was sent on this journey 400 parts away? Rav Shmuel, Rav and Shmuel, Chad Amar Makloi, Chad Amar One says that all he was left with was his staff, and one says that all he was left with was his clothes, the clothes on his back. So he was, as he was making his way back to Yerushalayim, so Shlomo HaMelech, so he was going passing by, knocking on people's doors, trying to get people to give him food. Everywhere he got, Omar, he said, I was the king over the Jewish people in Jerusalem. When he came to Jerusalem, finally came in front of the Sanhedrin, Amr Rabbanan and the rabbi said, Michti, let us, let us think. Usually a person, if he's crazy, he doesn't just, he's not just crazy about one thing. This guy, they were referring to Shlomo Melech, they didn't realize it was him, because as far as they were concerned, Shlomo Melech was inside of his palace, but that was Ashmed, I didn't know that. So if this guy is crazy, so then he wouldn't be crazy about only one thing, all he does is say that he's Shlomo Melech. My high, what is this? So they said to Benayahu, Has the king called you into him at all? He says, No. So they sent to the queens. Has the king come to you to have relations with you? He has indeed come. So they said, Check his feet, because if he's a demon, so his feet are going to be, uh, they're going to look like a chicken's feet. Shokhuluhu, they sent to them. Bemuki ka'asi, he's always coming either in socks or in some kind of shoes. Vikatavaluhu benidosayu. And the strange thing is that he's, he wants to have relations with us when we're anida, when we're forbidden. Vikatavalo nami la basheva ime. He's also trying to have relations with his mother. Basheva. So they brought Shlomo and they gave him a chain and, and his ring that had the name of Hashem upon it. Ki ayel, when Shlomo Melech came in, Chazye, Ashmed, I saw him, Parach, he flew away. Nevertheless, Shlomo Melech was constantly scared of Ashmed, that's why the verse says, Behold, the bed of of Solomon had 60 mighty people around it. From the mighty ones of the people of Israel, all of them holding swords, they were taught how to be at war. Each one had a sword at his hip because of the fear of the night time. Rav and Shmuel have an argument. That originally Shlomo HaMelech was a proper king and then he wasn't so proper anymore. And the art scroll mentions that the reason that this happened was because he ended up marrying Basparo, he married the daughter of Paro, and all the bad things started from there. Originally he was a proper king, then he became a regular person, and then he became a king again, according to this second opinion. We'll continue from here in the next Daily Daf.